up, guys? Welcome back. Sorry about the break last week. I was under the weather. Still a little under the weather, honestly. I had my birthday party last weekend, and it was a freaking hoot. And you've probably heard and seen all about it already because I was constantly posting about it on Instagram and TikTok. But after my birthday party, I did get sick. And she was testing negative, negative to COVID-19 on Monday. Wednesday rolls around. She's a positive girl. Ugh. So I was chilling on the couch all week. No work, which I guess is nice, but not really when you're sick. And boy, oh boy, did I sound like a frog. So that is why there was no episode last week. And I still sound a little stuffy. I thought I was in the clear, but I guess not. Um, life updates for you. Let me tell you all about my birthday party once again, if you weren't <laughs> on the internet last week. So, as you guys know, I have a wonderful group of friends, and beginning of the month, my friend texts me like, just want to make sure you're free on this day so we can have a birthday party for you. And I was like, what the fuck? That's never happened to me in my life. I've never had somebody just be like, okay, just want to make sure you're free just show up. Don't even think about it. Just show up. Don't, I won't ask you any questions. You don't know what's happening. All I ask of you is to show up, which is great because for many years I was in the hate my birthday crowd, which, okay, I kind of have beef with those people now because I'm like, birthdays are great when you celebrate them. And I think lots of people hate them because they're like, oh, I have friends or I don't have friends or I have friends who aren't friends with each other. So then like inviting them all together sounds awkward. I know I was in that boat for a long time. So I just never really did anything. And then we got this new group of friends and everybody's friends with everybody. So we all got together and it was so much fun. But after that, I am definitely in the category of like celebrate your birthday, whether or not it's with a bunch of people. Like I really think we should all celebrate ourselves you know get yourself a little treat get yourself a little birthday present that is just what I do I think nothing on my birthday all month and I just show up on a Saturday night to my friend's place and everybody's there and all the food is vegan and everybody made incredible vegan food there was like vegan spinach dip and my sister's boyfriend made this incredible vegan mac and cheese that he always makes. And I only ever get bites of it when my sister has it for lunch. So I got to have a full plate of it and it was incredible. Oh, my friend Rachel made these gorgeous pink mocktails. There was mocktails because they all know that I don't drink, which was just so thoughtful and appreciated. And the mocktails were delish. There was chocolate cookies. And my friend Annika made this yummy like curry cheese dip. And it was just endless treats. And they got me a totally vegan birthday cake. It said older, wiser, and hotter than ever. <laughs> Some people got me birthday presents. I got Converse. I got Glossier U, that perfume I wanted forever. I got cute little socks. I got some tea. I got cat tarot cards. If you've been on my Instagram, you've seen I've been doing, I've been pulling the tarot cards every once in a while. I've been reading the book, guys. Be prepared. I might become a TikTok tarot reader. Just kidding. 
but it is fun. And probably the best part of the whole night, they had Mandy's Jeopardy. Like they had trivia fully about me and everybody split up into teams and the team names had to be based off of me one team was kitty kitty purr because okay i don't know if i've mentioned on this podcast yet but if you follow me on instagram you know i'm fucking obsessed with big brother and big brother canada like they're my two favorite shows of all time like i'm a super fan so one team was named kitty kitty purr because that was like a catchphrase on last year's season of big brother so that combines my love of cats and my love of big brother and then the other team (laughs) named themselves little women but like of course they spelled little like my last name with d's so that was super cute and then they played against each other to answer trivia questions about me and they had like each category was like social media and food slash baking and general and music I loved and it was just so cool and they had like different categories for each question like like the harder questions were worth more points and they even had a category for me to do so I could play too and they were questions about the group so that was just insanely fun like not only is that fun that just that kind of game makes you realize one I'm kind of an interesting person. Like, there's a lot of little cool facts about me. And two, like, how sweet for people, for someone to go to that length and to know so much about me and to see other people ask, answer questions and know so much about me. Like, it just really makes you feel loved. And then, yeah, we just kind of hung out for the rest of the night and it was really fun. So that's kind of what this whole episode is about. It's 27 things I learned in my 27th year because I just turned 28 on Tuesday and I went through the fucking ringer last year. You guys kind of know. I've been talking about it. So uh, making this list was easy as hell. I flew through all 27 things, writing them out. So I'm going to share them with you today and go into depth with each little thing I learned. And number one, I'm sure comes as no surprise to anybody, but number one is friends are a necessity for everyone. And I've talked on here before about how just a year ago, literally, I was making a get ready with me for my birthday on TikTok. And in that get ready with me, I say, I don't think... I'm someone who's meant to have a lot of friends. Like, because I'm an introvert, I think I am just, you know, supposed to have a handful of people I see once a month, and I'm fine with that. And I think I was kind of kidding myself. And I think a lot of us are kidding ourselves. I think we just kind of, oh, God, am I about to quote that cheesy-ass quote from Perks of Being a Wallflower? We accept the love we think we deserve. I was just kind of like, that's all I need because that's all I can get, you know? And once I found all these friends, now that I have them all in my life, I just, I'm like, what was I doing before this? It's sad to think about. Like, I really didn't go out a lot and I spent a lot of time by myself in my head with Kevin, obviously, with my sister, obviously. I didn't, wasn't a total hermit, but... I think we underestimate, especially in this day and age where like social media is this thing where we kind of feel like we do have friends. And I think that is it's a great thing in a way. We feel like we do have friends online that we, you know, DM every once in a while and we have mutuals on Instagram and we feel like that's enough or or maybe we don't even talk to people, but we just see what they're doing and we feel like 
that is kind of filling up our social cup a little bit, but it's not at all. That's not getting you out of your head. That's not... It's not helping you just like relax and chill out and laugh and have a good time. Like all that shit is necessary for every human being on this planet, no matter how introverted or extroverted you are. And I think it's something we all need to prioritize a lot more. And I think a lot when I was talking about this on TikTok, the introverts were mad at me because they were like, well, it's not that easy when you're an introvert. Like, And I'm like, dude, I know I'm literally an introvert. And I went through that for years and years and years before I got here. And it's like, unfortunately, I think introverts have trouble maybe opening up their hearts and their minds a little. Uh, And I'm saying this because I was there and I'm still kind of here because you're just used to being in this one way and you kind of feel like nobody's going to understand you. But if you just take that step to opening up your heart and your mind a little more, you can have so many amazing people in your life and who like accept you and love you for who you are. And it's it's so necessary. It's changed my life more than anything to have peers, people who are your age, people who understand where you're coming from, who can make you feel less crazy in this world where everything feels fucking crazy to have people to go out with and just have a break from the internet or like the stresses of life and to just laugh about memes you saw or watch a funny movie or eat good food we all need that or else we go crazy it's true and that's why i was crazy last year (laughs) uh the second thing i learned in my 27th year is great moments exist inside of ordinary moments. And I talked about this in episode four, I believe. Yeah, I think we really take the mundane days for granted. I saw this little cheesy quote on TikTok, great moments exist inside of ordinary moments. And it kind of changed my life and really shifted my perspective because we really do take the mundane moments for granted. I think because we're living in this crazy world, we're sitting on social media all the time. We're seeing everybody's highlight reels, how everybody else is succeeding in life and feeling like we're behind all the time. And we're, we're so stuck in our past or our future that we don't really have time to just enjoy what we have right now. And it's sad because I think sometimes when we lose something that is really important to us, whether it be like breaking up with a person or someone passing away or I don't know, losing even like a special thing, like an object that was special to you. Those kind of painful moments can really plop you back into reality and make you realize, oh, I had everything I needed. Everything was perfect. Why was I ignoring all of that? Um, so I've just realized the value in appreciating what I have right now. And I think we all need to do that more, not just so we don't feel like shit when that does get taken away from us, but I think it just helps us thrive more when we are grateful in the moment for what we have. It helps us really like live our lives more fully. Like when shit really hits the fan in your life, the Monday moments are what's going to matter most to you. And it's what you're going to miss the most if that's no longer available to you. The third thing I learned in my 27th year is say thank you to your partner more. And this is something I have recently, kind of recently learned. Um, Kevin and I have been in therapy on and off for years now. But I actually just saw a TikTok about this chick saying what she's learned in marriage or something. 
And she said that. And it's funny, I think, especially when you're in a long-term relationship, things get so overlooked. Like literally, and I'm just saying this because I know a lot of people can probably relate to it. We've been, Kevin and I have been together for so long. It's like sometimes one of us comes home and we just don't say hi to each other or not because we're mad or anything. It's just like, because we know they're always going to be there and you know, we just kind of get used to each other's presence, which is a really beautiful thing to have that I think we should be grateful for. But that's what I mean. Little things like that. So we forget to say thank you or sometimes we just expect thank yous and don't always give them. I've just been saying thank you a whole lot more and so has he and it's nice to just be appreciated. You would be surprised how far it goes. The fourth thing I learned in my 27th year I'm not ugly. I probably just need to restyle my bangs. <laughs> um, and this might be totally a gross thing to say, but I think my hygiene has, has been sitting on the back burner since the pandemic started. You know, I think during the pandemic, I was like, guys, I'm just being so for real. Please don't judge me. I was like, maybe this is a good chance to take the opportunity of not seeing everybody all the time to wash my hair less because, you know, all those girls on TikTok are like, you have to train your hair and you should wash it less. And then it's just going to be luscious and beautiful and long. And I did that for so long. And my hair just looks like fucking shit all the time. And like, I have always had fine hair. I've had bangs for like six, seven years now. I got an oily ass forehead. I'm going to wash my hair more. Okay. And you know, a good old shower when you're feeling down about yourself can change your goddamn life. So take a shower, style your hair, make yourself look cute. I think sometimes I'm like, I put so much pressure on my natural self. I compare my natural self to like the very unnatural people I see online. Not saying there's anything wrong with being unnatural. I just mean like, I just think I need, I just, I'm like, I need to look like a model all the time or I'm ugly as hell, which that's not true. None of that is true. I'm not ugly and I don't need to look like a model all the time, but it helps to do yourself up every once in a while to feel good about yourself, okay? Don't forget it. Don't forget it like I did. Number five, the meaning of life is simply the human experience. How do you feel about that when I say that? Are you like that, Mandy? Or are you like, oh, really? Are you like, no, it's not? Like, is that just an obvious thing to say? Because I think for most of my 20s, I was like, what the fuck is the meaning of life? Why am I here? What am I meant to be doing on this earth? And I think, yeah, that was rooted in my career and like what I would achieve, whatever success meant to me financially more than anything. No, not even financially. Just like status wise. I don't know. Is that insane? Is that insane for me to say I have discovered what the meaning of life is at 27 years old? That seems young but I think I have. <laughs> and I think it is just literally what we're experiencing right now. And I think some people might think that's mundane and sad, but I think it's kind of cool. I think, yeah, the meaning of life is the human experience. We're supposed to feel this range of emotions. We're supposed to go through really hard stuff. We're supposed to have really amazing days. And a lot of our days are going to be boring as fuck. 
And I think when we realize that that is kind of the meaning of life to just sit and experience being human, I think it can make the mundane days like so insanely beautiful and perfect. We're all just little people on this little rock in the universe. And you know, why did I end up being me of all people? Who knows? But I'm going to appreciate it because it's all I got. You know, I get to drive home from work and watch the sunset and watch the clouds turn pink. I get to feel my cat purring on my lap. I get to hold my husband's hand every night. I get to watch my friends laugh and smile. I get to hear their laughs. I get to eat food that tastes so good. Oh, I get to listen to music with my headphones on and close my eyes and just transport to another dimension. That shit literally chokes me up. And it's crazy because I was not feeling this way a year ago. I saw this art on Instagram. It was like, I used to be sad even when I was happy. Now I'm happy even when I'm sad. And that is literally how my life has changed in a nutshell in the last year. And I think that is just to being in like an almost constant state of gratitude and just being like as present as I possibly can and just being grateful to be alive and to be experiencing the human experience. Yeah, I think just learning that the meaning of life is the human experience. It's just like taking off this mound of pressure. It's like that quote I saw that was like, I'll always have time for you. You are what time is for. Like just being here is what time is for. That's it. We're all stuck in this crazy fucking idea that society and capitalism have pushed on us. That there's something more to life than just like living it and trying our best to enjoy it every day. Anyways, number six, self-expression is vital for progression. I don't think you can have one without the other. And I mean saying what's on your mind, yes, but I just mean like doing what you want with how you look, dressing how you want, dyeing your hair the color you want, getting a tattoo if you want. Just doing things that you want is self-expression. You know, it can be a privilege to have some of those things. It's expensive to dye your hair and get tattoos. and But, you know, you can thrift a cute sweater. And that's what I mean. Just, like, trying your best to express yourself in every way you can every day is doing a lot for you. That's self-care. And I'm trying to really prioritize that this year because... It's really just helped me step into my own a lot more. And when you feel more like yourself, then you can progress in life because you feel more confident. You feel like you match the person in your head. So then you're like, okay, now I can start living the life I want to live. Number seven, stop saying you're going to be someone. You're already them. And that's what I mean. The picture of the perfect person you want to be in your head. If it exists, then that's already you because... That is rooted in, you know, things you love, the way you like to express yourself, all these little parts of you that have carried you through your whole life to lead you up to this person that you want to be or maybe you already are in like the physical real world and not just in your head. Either way, you're already them. I think if we can shift that perspective, it can we can stop looking at it as a way of like, why am I lacking in this? Why am I not this cool person who does these cool things? And it's like you already are. Just figure out how you're going to implement it into your life so you can feel like you're matching the person in your head. I've been doing a lot of work surrounding confidence in therapy and she gave me a bunch of journal prompts that I was writing out last night. And she asked like what confidence meant to me. 
And I realized for me, I always think it has something to do with appearance. But then when I wrote it out, I realized it doesn't. This is another thing I've learned. But, you know, when I think of a confident person, I think, oh my God, they have really good posture. They just like stride into a room and they carry the conversation and they're really intent listeners and they always know what to say next. And they're very like bright and open and smiley Maybe not even smiley. Sometimes they got like a little bit of mystery to them. They are just kind of unapologetic in however they show up. They're not necessarily people pleasers. She, she gave me other prompts like, what do I want to put out in the world? Or how do I want others to see me? And I kind of said, you know, those kind of things I just said generally with a little more added in there. I want to be seen as someone who is like bright and bubbly and open and warm and like maybe like funny and relaxed. And, you know, writing those down, I was like, you know, I think I am all of these things. <laughs> And maybe I'm not all of these things with literally everybody in my life, but give or take most days, I'm like that to some degree. And if I'm not, that's okay. Maybe I'm just not having a great day. I think it's good to take to take time to sit down and maybe really consider how other people perceive us. The people who really love us perceive us. I'm sure they see everything in us that we want to be seen and more. And that we are already the people that we would like to be. And I think what it really comes down to for me and maybe a lot of people is like, I just want to be seen as the same person everywhere I go, whether it's online, in person, with my friends, with my family, at work, with my husband. I really want to work towards like feeling like I'm the same person around everybody because that was another thing she got me to write about. She was like, where does she hide? When do you hide? What situations do you hide in those parts of yourself that you want to be or that you are, you know, and it got me thinking of ways that I can be the same person everywhere all the time because that is where genuity and authenticity is found. And those are things that are really important to me. And it just made me realize, yeah, I carry all those things. I just need to work on not hiding them because I hide them sometimes. That was a long tangent, but all that to say that really helped me realize that I kind of am the person that I want to be. I just need to let her shine more. That's it. And that brings us to number eight. Pretending to be something you're not literally never works out. And I think this was a really big lesson when I got more into influencing, which I was kind of talking about in one of my episodes. Like, uh, I just had this idea before I ever really fully considered it. I thought it was just going to be me. And I was just going to be doing my thing and people were going to love it. And that is the case. And I think that's why I gained a little bit of a following. And then once you get the following, you're like, how do I get more? How do I make more money? How do I get more followers? You know, how do I make this a career? And then you see what all the big influencers are doing in their big ass fancy houses with their fancy products. And they're the way they're kind of all doing everything the same. And I'm not, I hate saying it that way because I'm not trying to be pick me. And a lot of these people have really special qualities about them and that's what makes them so big but I just felt like there was this mold that I had to fit into and I was incapable of it like I was like I need a beautiful place and I need beautiful products and I need to know how to do my makeup properly and I need a better sense of fashion like I need all of this shit to succeed and is that kind of the truth sometimes yes like I think I've talked about it before on here how like 
being an influencer in general, obviously a privilege. Being the having the opportunity be, to become one, a privilege in any sense, whether or not whether you have the time on your hands to make videos so you can gain a following, whether you have if you have an aesthetic space, people are way more likely to follow you. And you don't need to be rich to have an aesthetic space, but it's way easier that way. So it's just like all of these things that made me feel like I'm not cut out for this. And I think it really put a dent in like my progression online and my progression with like myself and just accepting myself. Um, so yeah, learned that one the hard way, but I'm, I'm definitely on the path to self-acceptance. I have to say that's a whole, that's a rabbit hole. I was surprised that I fell down. I didn't think, you know, I've, Oh, I'm an Aquarius. I'm different. I love being unique. I was surprised that I kind of fell into that trap of feeling like I had to be everybody else in order to be successful because that's never been me, unfortunately. Um, Number nine, befriend people who are different than you. They can teach you so much about yourself. And this once again falls under the category of making great friends this year. I think what I love about the people I'm friends with is they're all so different. And when we do get together, some of us, we have disagreements. A lot of us are introverted. Some of us are extroverted. And I have to be so for real. There's some people who are my friends now who I thought we wouldn't work out in being friends. I was like, I was telling myself I didn't want to be friends with them because they are so beautiful and sociable and outgoing and extroverted and I just feel like I didn't match up to that so I was like oh clearly we're not compatible clearly we can't be friends clearly we're not going to get along when in reality I think I was just like I am I think underneath it all I was like I am undeserving to be in these types of people's presence which is false because being friends with anyone can be like a mirror right show you things you don't like about yourself show you things you do like about yourself you know parts of them there's a reason you click right because there's something in them that's also in you and that's a really cool fun thing and I think I've also really noticed like how I can be a bad friend sometimes like how I'm not the greatest texter and I'm not great I'm still adjusting to like having friends so I feel like I'm not very good at like following up with people and like Really making sure to ask questions about them and how things are going in their life. And I'm just like, wow, I really need to work on that. And that's great. And I'm great. I'm aware of that now. Number 10, we never change. Find comfort in the fact that there are parts of you that will carry you through your whole life. And that's what I mean. Of course, we change and evolve as humans, but there's so many parts of us that have been with us since we were we children. And there are they are still in us and they will carry us through our life until we are 85 90 95 years old and that's so sweet I feel like there's a lot of pictures that I look back of me as a kid or even like a preteen I remember I was a preteen and for the summer me and my sister would always go visit our cousins in this like little beach town and there's a picture of me when I was like 13 uh my cousin was giving me a piggyback she was also my age and I'm wearing this stripy blue hoodie and I have the hood up and the wind's blowing in my hair. And I have like the biggest like open, open mouth smile on my face. And I'm like, that's just still so me. Like just looking joyous and happy. That's a face I still pull, you know? And that's really sweet. And I made a TikTok the other day about how I was laying in bed listening to Coldplay on my headphones, just like bawling my eyes out, tears streaming down my face. And this is something that I have done since I was like 11 or 12 years old. Like when I was 11, like I'd be so excited to go to bed because it meant I could just listen to my iPod for like three hours 
and just cry and cry and cry to Coldplay, fix you, clocks, the scientist. Like, I just loved doing that. I loved feeling that and like imagining all these little music videos in my head. And that's still what I do when I'm 28. And it's something I will totally do for the rest of my life because it's it's my favorite pastime, okay? <laughs> and I just think it's great that I think our favorite songs like artists that we've loved forever and will love forever. I think that's really cool that we know our favorite songs will always be there for us through the rest of our lives, whatever we're going through. I think it's really fun and magical. Number 11, redefine confidence. Beauty beauty literally has nothing to do with it. I already talked about that, but yeah, I urge you to just sit down with your journal and ask yourself what confidence means to you. When you close your eyes and think of a confident person, I don't want you to think of what they look like because you'll find your brain won't go to that. And I think I really need to remove beauty and physical looks from the equation because I think if we think of it that way then we're never going to be happy with ourselves we have to put a lot more value into like what we can bring to relationships and conversations and the world and what we look like has nothing to do with it and I think the sooner we really wrap our heads around that the more we can like actually truly be confident people but I'm still working on that that is not something I have fully grasped yet but I'm it's something I'm happy to work on and it's already helping me a lot number 12 if you want something just ask in your relationship career etc yeah have you considered that? You guys know I'm a really anxious person. I was really shy growing up. So asking for help of any kind was always really hard for me. Yeah, the older I get, the more I realize it hinders me by not just asking for help or what I want out of life. You know, even when I'm doing partnerships now, I'm always asking for a little more because I'm like, what do I have to lose? And, you know, you're really putting yourself first by doing those things and you're helping the other people out in your life by letting them know what you want and it just it creates a lot less stress there's a lot of um, unnecessary hurdles you go over by not asking for help I think number 13 late 20s is so not old life feels like it's just beginning for me and like obviously it's not old especially now that I'm here I'm like of course it's not old oh my god 30s not old like I feel like my 30s are gonna be insanely fun and these last two years of my 20s are also gonna be insanely fun I just have a really good feeling about it and yeah like I said it feels like life is just beginning because I've said on TikTok before being in your early 20s is like being you're literally a baby adult like you go from being a teenager which is literally adolescence legally a child and then you turn 1920 and you're just expected to have your life together that's hilarious that's so funny like you're f you're a freshly born adult when you turn 19 20 21 and then you're 22 and you got two years into adulthood 23 three years into adulthood that's still not a lot of life experience and it's funny that we have these like huge expectations on ourselves to just like achieve all these things when we're still so young and we're just learning we're just getting the hang of it all um and i feel like i'm starting to finally get over that hurdle and I'm like finally like fully entering adulthood as an adult. And I'm just really excited about it all. And it's, yeah, I feel like everyone in their 30s is always like telling people in their 20s to be like, just chill out, just chill out. You got so much time. But then none of us can actually absorb that. 
we cannot chill out, I urge you to try to chill out. Number 14, be mindful of your luteal phase, which I've talked about this briefly before. When you get a hold of your menstrual cycle and like understanding if you are a woman or a person with a uterus, it can really help you understand why you're feeling certain ways and why you might not be able to accomplish this thing. Really taking the time to understand that more and know like what part of my cycle I'm in depending on the time of the month it's so helpful for me like when I'm in my luteal phase I can understand that I'm just gonna feel like an ugly piece of shit for a bit and there's nothing wrong with that and I can just try to hold on and remember this is all my hormones and you know give myself what I need whether that is staying at home and being a blob on the couch and eating pizza or Maybe it is like just going for a walk on the treadmill at the gym to get out of my head, going outside for a little bit. So that's really important. And I think a lot of people do talk about that. But what I've most recently discovered, number 15, more importantly, utilize your ovulation phase. You know what I'm saying. You know exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) And I definitely want to make maybe a video about this or something. But I've more recently just really been taking advantage of that. So her ovulation phase is pretty tiny. Like it's not very long. It's like maybe a week. But I urge urge you during this time to really take care of yourself. Really be making yourself look cute every day. Go to the gym, whatever exercise you like. Do that. Literally do whatever you can to be at the top of your confidence game because what we do in our ovulation phase can like carry us through the rest of the month. So when we're in our luteal phase and feeling like shit, at least we can hold on to the memories of our ovulation phase. So yeah, I mean going to the gym. I mean making yourself look cute. I mean like having a lot of sex with yourself or others. (laughs) Like, take advantage of that shit. It, it feels great. <laughs> Number 16, your mental problems will literally always be there. Accept it and seek help or they will bite you in the ass so much worse. And yeah, that says everything it needs to say. I have talked about a lot how I was under the impression that things like my anxiety, my depression, my eating disorder were things that I could get rid of all on my own without ever going to a lick of therapy in my life and it's not how it works it's gonna come back to bite you in the ass literally at any point in your life it's not just because you're young it's not just because I mean I'm sure it has something to do with you being young but like I'm in my late 20s now and I know for a fact that all of these thought patterns that I've been carrying with me since I was a kid they don't just go away and they can't really be reprogrammed because they become these habits what do we do about habits? We got to figure out how to break them, right? And, you know, sometimes we can't break them and we just need new ways to kind of look at them. And that is why we all need help. (laughs) We should all find help. And I've said before, like, I totally understand that therapy is not cheap and it's something a lot of work coverage doesn't cover. And that's why I put it off for so long. I put it off for so long because I was scared to find the right therapist. I put it off for so long because I was scared to talk about my feelings. I put it off for so long because I was scared I would go broke from therapy. And the realization was like, I just need to invest in myself or I'm going to just be like running on this hamster wheel for the rest of my life. So it was totally worth it. And it's $140. I go once to twice a month. Nothing has helped me more. 
And I hope that can convince you to also try to find help. Honestly, like after going, I can't believe there are so many people who who have the means and don't go. Like I, that is mind blowing to me. I'm not judging you. I understand is a scary thing, but I just mean like, I don't know how I would get through my life without it. And I think a lot of people feel that way after going. And I think you would also feel that way if you haven't gone yet after going. I think your mind would be kind of blown. And if you're someone who's also like new to therapy, I urge you to just stick it through. Maybe not, you know, if you feel like you're not jiving with your therapist, then please find someone else. Like, don't give up on yourself is what I'm saying. Number 17, do more yoga. Um, yeah, yoga's changed my life as well. It's something my therapist always bugged me to do and I put it off for a long time, but it's great for people with anxiety. Any sort of stress in your life will be alleviated after doing yoga. Like, because you're combining the movement with the breath and it's kind of like this meditative way to get back into your body and kind of forget about what's going on in your life. And just, it gets you out of that like fight or flight kind of like anxiety mode that we are all in constantly. Number 18, if you can't set boundaries with someone, then set them with yourself. I talked about this in my Christmas episode. You guys know I my mom's not in my life. That was my choice. I've set boundaries with certain people in my life but there are a lot of people that I think we feel like we can't because it won't go smoothly or whatever and if that's the case then you can set these like energetic boundaries with yourself and just you know prepare yourself in certain social situations take it with a grain of salt and tell yourself I don't have to bring this with me when I go home it's made me a lot less of a reactive person because it's not I think people might view that as like putting your feelings aside but I think it's just like choosing where your energy goes and that can be kind of liberating. Number 19 before doing a scary thing ask yourself will this help me build trust with myself? If the answer is yes then I say do it and that pretty much speaks for itself but I think most things I've tried I was really scared for example when I got an email for my first brand partnership when I was have been making videos for a while I almost said no even though this is exactly what I was trying to achieve for so long because I was scared and I was like what if I don't know what I'm doing and I fuck it all up and I don't make any money or they don't want to work with me again or I embarrass myself. Going through with it and doing those things is exactly what is gonna help shut off what I just said. All those crazy worst case scenarios that you go through because yeah you're building trust with yourself and you're realizing wait I can do this wait I'm good good at doing this wait I did this thing they want to work with me again oh my gosh maybe I'm good at this maybe I'm have something to offer maybe I am totally capable um maybe I'm totally in charge of my life and it can help you with not even anxiety with the specific thing you're trying to achieve it can help you just generally feel yeah trust for yourself and in your life in general therefore feel less anxiety all the time (laughs) just you have to do scary things sometimes so you can show yourself what you're capable of and then you can take time to feel proud of yourself and really progress with your life number 20 utilize the mute button Guys, the mute button on Instagram is hurting nobody. At least it hasn't hurt me. Anyone who mutes me, I am like, I, I definitely know some people have me muted. <laughs> people I went to school with, some family members. I'm like, set your boundaries, dog. I applaud you. Because honestly, <laughs> sometimes those are the people that we don't even want engaging with us. 
I'm like, you do you. I'm totally fine with that. It doesn't hurt anyone. You know, I think it's a good way for us to take charge of our consumption online when I think a lot of us have really lost control of that in a lot of ways. We're just scrolling mindlessly and we don't even realize how it's making us feel. But if we can like take a moment to stop and be like, wait, this made me feel a little judgy. This made me feel a little angry. This made me feel a little annoyed. This made me compare myself to them. What do you do? You hold your thumb on their story, you click mute, and your life is changed. <laughs> Woohoo! Do it more, guys. Number 21. It sounds cheesy, but you really can inspire people just by being you. And I think that's just something, a little tidbit to hold on to that kind of falls into my other point of how self-expression is vital for progression. Stop saying you're going to be someone when you're already them, pretending to be someone you're not. Literally never works out. That all is under the same umbrella. Like you can't inspire people by being, I don't know, disingenuous. When you are being your most authentic self, it's just going to encourage others to be the same. And I think I think all of us are inspiring each other a lot more than we all realize. I think that just means it's very, very important to be who you are. Number 22, nothing is going to fix you unless you're willing to actually take physical action. Not even therapy. Yep, yep. I've been lying around these past three years. <laughs> I'm I was just like, I told you guys, I was in such a victim mindset. And I was like, everything sucks and nothing's going to work out. And I'm so stuck. And like a lot of that was true for a lot of different parts of my life. But there are other good things to look at too. And I think we just kind of sit around and wait for things to change. But that's literally not how it works. We have to feel uncomfortable. We have to do things we're uncomfortable with if we want to see growth. Like growth is so uncomfortable because that's how you should be feeling. If you don't want things to be the same, then you got to change and it's not going to feel great all the time, but it's going to be so worth it in the long run. So that means going to therapy. That means like forcing yourself to get up early, forcing yourself to like look nice every day (laughs) until like it all becomes enjoyable things. And like I was even in this mindset, if I just go to therapy, then it will help me. But you really have to like commit to doing what your therapist asks of you. If she's telling you to try yoga or journal or like be more mindful of your menstrual cycles or whatever, take the action. Get your money's worth. Please, I'm begging you. (laughs) Number 23, your partner is a person too. They had a whole ass day with a million different feelings and experiences. Try to consider that before expecting them to read your mind at the end of every day. That speaks for itself. I don't think I need to elaborate on that. But like I said, that also kind of falls under the category of like just forgetting to say thank you to your partner. Like we're so used to someone's present that we literally almost forget they're a person sometimes. Number 24, this is a big one. Are you ready? Being present helps you achieve things for your future more than anything. Oh, mic drop. Yeah, that I was pretty proud of that one. And that's what I mean. Like, the meaning of life is just the human experience. It is just to, like, feel every moment so deeply and really appreciate where we are. And when we're doing that, that is when we're going to thrive the most. And we're going to see like more of our goals coming to fruition because we're taking the time to enjoy our life and enjoy our now so we can be better people 
for our future because before I was in this mindset of like I yeah victim mindset everything sucks I'm stuck I'm never going to change I hate myself and how is that going to help me progress in life and it's a really hard it's an impossible mindset to get out of it's really really hard yeah when we're constantly looking in our past or in our future we're not taking time to be here we're just going to constantly feel like we're always behind and feel like we're drowning you know when we're looking at the full staircase it's terrifying but when we look at the step right in front of us, you know, we'll, we'll take each step day by day and then we'll realize, oh my God, I'm at the top of the staircase. Look at this amazing view. <laughs> Something I try to do when I'm feeling really anxious about my future. I'm just like, girl, just find a moment, find a way to be more present right now. Do yoga, watch a show, journal, because this is just, this is hindering you. The anxiety, the worrying, there's never a point to it. So just find a way to be here now and that's how you also build more trust with yourself to just know I can catch myself when I fall and I'll always be here for me and things will always work out for me. I'll always find a way because I'm always here for myself. It's a form of self-care. Number 25. Unfortunately, it's usually the most painful moments that crack us open and help us change for the better. Like I've said a lot, I had a horrible end of summer. The past three years, I was just like swimming in self-doubt and self-hatred and very unpresent. I felt like my head was in the clouds 99% of the time. I literally like didn't feel here a lot of the time and I think that all came to a head at the end of the summer when like all these crappy things happen in mine and Kevin's lives and it just like it's like I got banged on the head and I was seeing stars and then after the stars went away I was like oh my god wait I'm here and this is what I have and this is what I need and what the fuck am I doing with myself it's the sad truth of life but I think a lot of pain is necessary for us to grow. Otherwise, we're stagnant, you know? Number 26, please just wear clothes that actually fit you. You're going to feel way better about yourself. That's pretty self-explanatory, but something with like my ED and like a really big thing I struggle with is like this, the tag, the size, the literal size of clothing. Like for some reason, it's a hurdle that I have had a really hard time with. Like I just keep buying clothes that are too small for me because I feel shame about buying clothes that actually fit me, which makes no fucking sense because like they all say, clothes were made to fit you. You weren't made to fit into them or whatever. It's true. Like that is how pretty bad I was into my ed and my self-image like i was willing to take being uncomfortable if it meant like i was fitting into this certain size and that's just not good for you you're not gonna feel good it's gonna trigger you you're gonna spiral and the cycle will continue just buy something that fits you you're gonna feel better and you're gonna avoid all this unnecessary grief anyways number 27 Maybe the gym can just be for feeling confident in the moment, not in the long run. And what I mean by that is like people look at the gym. The gym, I really love going to the gym, exercising. Like that is my personal choice of the exercise that I enjoy. That in like yoga. I'm not really a hiker. My main things I love are going to the gym and doing yoga. Because of my easy and stuff, like I did view the gym as a place that I would go to change so I could be confident in the long run. When I am really trying to look at it, this kind of falls into like taking advantage of your ovulation phase. Like I really try to go during that time. And I just go there so I can feel the 
emotion, I guess, of confidence, because that's good for me. Like being there puts me in a state of confidence most of the time, not all of the time. And if it's a time where it's not, then I just leave and I don't let it control me trying to work on that. But that's what I mean. Just trying not to view it as this thing that I have to like bind myself to because that makes it unenjoyable and unhealthy. And, you know, I go there when I'm feeling good. I put on a cute fit. I maybe put on a little makeup, maybe do my hair a little bit. I listen to my favorite songs. I practice my hot girl walk on the treadmill, get my weights in, get my running in. It's a blast. Like, this is what I mean when we should be taking advantage of our ovulation phase. If you're feeling hot, I want you to take advantage of that as much as you can because we all deserve to feel that way. And... It just, it just helps us in the long run be generally more confident in our lives. So that kind of mindset shift has really helped for me. Anyways, wow, big time rambler. But this is going to be a damn good episode. I'm proud of myself, guys. I think you're going to love this. Okay, next week, the man, the myth, the legend. He's coming back, guys. Kevin's going to be here. We're doing a special Valentine's episode. If you have any questions for him, DM me, email me. I'll probably put a question box. I'll probably put an anonymous question box. Um, I kind of want to like gear it towards like sex, but we'll see. I just want to keep it like V-Day themed, you know? So any questions you have on that or about our relationships in general, ask away. Ugh, I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, but I made... A discord chat for all of Manny's mind listeners so if you're a listener who wants a place to congregate and talk about the episodes I made a discord chat and I am a discord noob and if you're listening to this you probably also are but discord is basically a big group chat there's channels within our group chat that are like where you can share photos of your pets the food you're eating shows you're watching if you want to do self-promo there's a place we can go to vent there's a specific you know you get little behind the scenes on what's to come for future episodes you get notifications when new episodes are dropped and you have a space to talk about each episode with fellow listeners which i think is so fun good way to form community maybe even make some new friends so i will leave the link in the show notes if you want to join the discord it's really straightforward i'm having a pretty easy time wrapping my head around it and i'd love for you to join we only have like seven members right now which is great (laughs) but it'd be nice to have more um so i will leave that up to you and as always please rate the show on spotify and apple if you liked this episode share it to your story if you see my little tiktok instagram videos with podcast snippets in it and you resonate with that feel free to repost it and i will see you guys next week thanks again for listening bye